0: What's going on, everybody? Hey,
1: guys. Happy
0: Thursday. Welcome back to the Golly Dating 101 podcast. It's your host. I mean, y'all already know who it is, but I sound like a SoundCloud Taurus rapper. Tamaris Gray
1: and Safa Gray. I thought
0: I was the corny one. Man, you're corny. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, y'all don't get me on the podcast every week, so when I come, I have to make up
1: my grand entrance.
0: So. Okay, well, excuse me, hot stuff. In other words, you know, it's because Safa's done. Whatever. We're back, you know, we want to thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. To this episode. Um, As you can see from the title, what we'll be talking about, navigating breakups. But there's not much biblical... (laughs) <laughs> support. Right. It's, it's not many people breaking Broke up in the Bible. The Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, you, you you saw them, you liked them, you married them. Life kept going forward from there. It wasn't a matter of, oh, no, I wasn't feeling her. You know, I wasn't feeling him. You know, so I do get our, our day and age and our cultures, especially those who live in America listen to this podcast. It's not the same as people, you know, the Jews and all those people in those times. So, Will us, we're just trying to give this a go. Right.
1: This isn't biblical advice, it's divorce.
0: No, no, well, hopefully it is. It is,
1: it is. But what I'm saying, it is, it's not like you can't find a.
0: Please, please um, take these words, what do they say, with a grain of salt. With a grain of salt, right. With your leadership after, before we tell you nonsense. Right.
1: From our own, um, you know, experiences and the wisdom and knowledge that God has allowed us to have, we
0: this is how we think that you should go about navigating or any person should go and get about navigating a breakup. So yeah. So ultimately, um, um, you know, when you guys leave this podcast, we want, we just want to make sure you don't take the carnal route. Right. Like when we, when we were talking about this and preparing, I was like, Safa, what do you do? Um, you know, <laughs> navigating a breakup. And she said, she, I know she was joking just in case no one knows her personality, but she said, just keyed her car. And <laughs> and, and I was kind of in agreement, you know, because, I mean, that was our car. And now it's going to be ugly because I'm not in it. I'm oh, joking. But up. but yeah, so we don't want you to be, you know, taking that carnal route. We want you to pray for them. Right. And we don't want you doing those, you know, the God kill them prayers, right. you know, like God... That's my enemy. Send fire and brimstone. Not those kind of prayers. Right. You know, so. Do
1: tell this as you as you would have them do to you. There goes your biblical um, reference.
0: Wow. That's the only one they're getting today.
1: They got um, love your neighbor as yourself.
0: All right, let's start this podcast, y'all, because <laughs> I, I don't know what she went through. But our first point uh, that we want to talk about is basically, and I think this is major. Ooh, for- especially today. For a lot of people, because this is the social media era, exactly. era. Um, but please do not stalk them. And, and and I say that because a lot of people, you know, they, they claim they're trying to get over someone. But sometimes I realize they don't really want to. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're saying they want to get over that person. They're saying, oh, you know, it's been a year. Why am I still struggling with this? Or even somebody, like it's it's been a week. why am I not over them? Um, The pictures are still up. Um, You're still rereading messages. Um, You're still living in memory lane. You know what I mean? So I just like, do you even want to get over them? So you say you want to be over them, but emotionally, you haven't made up that decision yet.
1: Right. No, I agree 100%. I think... If you're, don't stalk them, but also t- take everything down. Don't, and it's not, not stalking them for their, you know, f- for them. It's, it's for your peace of mind. Yeah. Um, Because I think you get into this, um, I guess it's an un- 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 unhealthy um, mental state where you're trying to compare yourself to like, you know, trying to figure out what's, what, what, what was it about you? Mm -hmm. What did I do? And you're looking at their profile thinking, what did I do wrong? What did I, where did I go wrong? Looking to see if they're with someone else. Um, and comparing yourself to God forbid they are with someone else, not God forbid, but let's say they are with someone else. Um, you start comparing yourself to these people and, um, that isn't what God wants for you. God wants you to be happy and not, not with someone, but find happiness in him even after a breakup. Um.
0: That that could preach right there. Um, But when I think of this, I think of Lot's wife. And I don't think Lot's wife was stalking, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah. That's not the case. But she grew um, a love for that place. Obviously, that's where she lived. Mm -hmm. You know, so when the angel comes in, they're like, yeah, God's about to to destroy all this because of all the sin, all the homosexuality, all the pride, all the evil that God is seeing. I'm sick of it. And God is like, yeah, I'm just going to wipe these people out. So... He tells Lot, "Hey, get your family and to leave." So Lot go try to get, tries to get his family to leave the area, and she decides to turn around. And because of her looking back, she turns to a pillar of salt. Her you heart know,
1: was still there.
0: Yeah, and and that's that's my thing. You know, a lot of times we don't we don't understand the concept of what really happened with Lot's wife. Her her not willing to leave the emotions behind as well. You know what I mean? Because it's. Many people would like to say things like, "Oh, you're just, you know, checking to see if they're okay." Yes, I know you want to, you want to check if they're okay. But listen, pray about it. Right. Leave them in God God's hands. God will take care of them. God can take care of them. God don't need it's you to check job. their Instagram to make sure things are all right because you you claim because that's what we do. We try to convince ourselves we're just checking up on them, seeing how they're doing making sure everything is all right. If there's anything I could pray for, I wonder how cousin Ray Ray doing over there. Let me check their Instagram mm-hmm. real quick. And then you go back and now your emotions are back there in a place that God is was trying to destroy. So God took you out of the relationship, but you keep looking back at a place where God told you to leave. Right. You know what I mean? So it's important that you know, we don't be like the children of Israel because that's, that was a reoccurring theme. You know, they cried out because they were in a hard place. They were in slavery and the moment God delivers them, you know, from Pharaoh, their heart is still there you know and and that's what happens in these relationships and i'm not saying you automatically just get over a relationship when you get out of it no it is a process but at the same time you can't heal or you can't the process can't go further if you keep on picking at the scab you know
1: i was thinking that man you hit the nail right on the head literally that's what i was thinking
0: oh well okay well Praise God! <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something. No, after no, that. I just felt like you
1: were in my head for a second. But no, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. That's like ripping a Band-Aid off of a. It, I don't know. You'll never heal because you're always putting yourself back in that situation. You're right. always, and that that's not. That's just not healthy. Yeah,
0: so. yeah, definitely, man. I think it's um, it's necessary sometimes to take a social media break. And that's something I wanted to talk about in a future podcast. So stay tuned for that because I know people have been messaging regarding fasting because some, most times I briefly touch on it, but I've never done an episode about fasting, mm-hmm. you know, but sometimes it's necessary to just say like, all right, let me go on a fast or let me log off social media for the day or for a week or for a month or whatever, because if you're tempted to stop their page, you cannot heal, you know, so it's a matter of the block button, which is a blessing. Or getting off social media. You know, if you're one of those people that's really struggling with, um, you know, keep going back and forth with their pages. You know, that's something that I'll say that you guys should do.
1: All right. And it's important as well to work on the issues that made you two break up in the first place. Because if you don't repair those issues... It's only going to affect your future relationship. A lot of times, future relationships experience the same issues as past ones because we didn't deal with the problem in the first place. And I know this isn't the case for a lot of single people, but I see this, um, you know, with people who, um, you know, get divorced and remarried and you ask, what's the problem? And you realize it's the same pattern. They're going through the same thing when they have, you know, relationships in their next marriage. It's the same issues that, that arise. And you have to wonder, is it the other person or is it you? Have you dealt with those? Issues in the first place that um, you know that that caused you to break up um, in, in that first relationship. So it's important to just deal with that and become the best version of yourself. Um, we repeat what we don't repair.
0: Are oh, you trying to preach? Yeah?
1: No, you trying to preach because <laughs> you wrote that.
0: <laughs> she tried to read my notes, y'all. She thinks she's slick, <laughs> but. Yeah. But yeah, so I honestly, I I agree with what Safa was saying, partly because I wrote it down and two, because it's true. (laughs) But if we don't heal something, you know, you're going to continue the same patterns over and over. Like my granddad, perfect example, because he's not going to listen to his podcast, so he won't fight me. Um, But I'm pretty sure my granddad has gotten married probably like five times. You know what I mean? And in his little brain, (laughs) in my my granddad's brain, is the women, you know what I mean? They're the issue. And it's like, nah, pops, like... At some point, at some point, at some point, like it was you, like it wasn't, it wasn't her that made you cheat. Now right. it was you being trifling, you know what I mean? So it's so easy for us to, you know, to break up with somebody and then we're trying to navigate that season of the back, being back single again or looking forward to the next person. And then we never work on the issues that made us break up. So mm-hmm. now if you don't work on your issues or you work on yourself in general, you're gonna get into another relationship with the same insecurities and you're gonna project it onto the next person.
1: Right. You were
0: cheated on, so now you're gonna you're gonna put up that defense mechanism, whereas you're gonna assume they're gonna do it too. Or maybe you cheated and you never worked on your lust after, and now it's gonna become another pattern. You right. know, so it's a lot of things and not just lust, because people lie, people, people steal, people abuse each other physically, verbally, emotionally. And if you realize that the person you're with was always saying, Man, you're always putting me down. I don't like that. You know, so they just, end a relationship saying you have an attitude problem, it's so easy for you to say, nah, you're just sensitive. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to say, oh, no, 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 you just don't like the truth. It's so easy for us to always say the other person is in the wrong rather than to look in the mirror and say, well, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe I pushed them away. Maybe my issues caused that, you know, to be a problem. You know, so sometimes it's a matter of, you know, going to God for deliverance. Sometimes it's a matter of going um, to your pastor, spiritual leadership, you know, asking for advice. And sometimes it's a matter of going to therapy. And speaking of therapy, I like to talk about BetterHelp. BetterHelp is sponsoring today's podcast, and they're a resource that I'm going to keep telling you guys about because I do not think Christians prioritize our mental health. We don't prioritize the things that literally matter because we think we can speak in tongues. And then ignore the trauma. We can ignore the pain, the abuse, all these type of issues that we grew up with. But with BetterHelp, they'll help you assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll be able to connect in a safe and private online environment. You can contact the counselor they pair you with anytime. And if you don't like the counselor they pair you with, you can always switch. So don't feel as though you're pressured to stay with one person. And if you're a person that likes to talk on the phone, you don't want to do online chatting, That's not an issue. You can set up phone calls or video calls as you desire. So if you're facing things like depression, stress, anxiety, anger, or any form of trauma, they are there to help. And in fact, it doesn't matter what state you're in, they're recruiting more therapists and counselors because of how much people are, are the amount of influx that they're getting now. So if you're ever feeling burdened down, I want you to live a more happier life. And as one of our listeners, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash godly. Join over one million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's better help h e l p dot com slash godly. So like I was saying, so yeah, it's definitely important to work on the issues that made you two break up. Mm-hmm. Because it's so easy for us to point fingers and say, well we broke up because men ain't this and women ain't that and people are so blah 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 and it's so easy to always point the fingers but People aren't always trash. Yeah, sometimes we are,
1: <laughs> and I know we're. And people. we gotta own up to it. Sometimes I they think sometimes it's hard to see our flaws. It's easy to see everyone else's specs, um, and you know, moats in their eyes, and and not and not our own. And and I and I think another thing is this is very important not to just you know work on these issues that we're dealing with, um, spiritually, mentally, and all that stuff for you know our future. Uh, self and for well just for our in general and for our future family and things like that but ultimately for God because if you change for people that won't last won't. once those people leave um you tend to find yourself back in the same situation that you were in before so ultimately you are becoming a better you for Jesus Christ yeah so yeah and then I it, another thing is it's very important when navigating through a re, uh, a breakup. To have godly friendship, cultivate and maintain godly friendships with people that will encourage you and keep you accountable or just be a listening heir.
0: Yeah, I think that's important because like I I don't know if people really take into consideration the type of friends that they have. Like, um, even the preacher mentioned recently, it was a message I was working on. So when I heard the preacher mention it in our midweek service, I was like, Wow, that's pretty good. But he mentioned a story in Mark 2 where there were four men that had a, a friend that was, you know, lame, you know, a paralyzed friend, man that can't walk. So he had no ability to get to Jesus. And a lot of times we, you know, as church people, we look at people in their issues and we just say, well, if they wanted deliverance, they would have went and got it, you mm-hmm. know, or if they wanted God to do something, they would have prayed about it. But sometimes it's not a matter of their issues. The, the issue is our faith right. because they were the ones that brought him to the rooftop, to break down a rooftop, to get this to paralyzed man, right. to get him to Jesus so Jesus can heal him. And many of us, we hang around people that wouldn't pick us up when we're down. We hang around people that won't bring us to the top of the roof, to break down the roof, to do everything to inconvenience themselves, to push us into the will of God. Right. And how are you gonna be able to grow if none of your friends are willing to push you closer to God? None of your friends are pushing you closer to your goals. All of your friends are, you know, they're together with you. And you just broke up with Tyrone last week, and all your girls are like, "Man, Tyrone trash." I t- what I told you about dating that right. boy. He, he just ashy, called, girl. Girl, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're telling you to do. They're everyone is bad mouthing the person. Right. Everyone is slandering the person. Everyone is saying, "Oh, you should expose her. Show the text messages. Show how they were."
1: You see the how- company you keep.
0: Exactly. Don't you know. Equally, yep. That's why the Bible says, "Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners." First um, Corinthians fifteen and thirty-three. And it's so important because I feel like Christians so often we feel as though we can just hang around anybody and live whatever type of life. Like, I, I, sadly, I saw this video where a young lady was saying how she left the church and it was like a cult type thing, and they didn't want her. They didn't. They don't even want their people to be best friends with unsaved, um, with unsaved, um, you know, non-believers. And I'm just like, but the Bible is telling you that it wasn't a matter of your church was telling you that the Bible is telling you, you have to be careful of the type of people that you're connected to because we're all called to win the loss. So Mm -hmm. you need to have unsaved friends. You need to interact with unsaved people. It doesn't matter if they're homeless. It doesn't matter if they're rich. It doesn't matter how they look or how they smell, whatever we need to always be reaching out to people that are in the world because we want God to save them. But at the same time, we can't be besties with everybody. Right? You cannot be texting Somebody's everybody. Somebody's gonna
1: influence us. the, the other person, and it's
0: not always gonna be us influencing them. Right? It's sad when we think, oh, "Okay, oh yeah, I have the Holy Spirit. I'm gonna influence you. I'm gonna bring you to church." Yeah, yeah. And, and they don't have the Holy Spirit, and they might pull you to the club first. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's just like you have to have godly friendships, especially
1: in situations like this when you are going through, um, you know, trying times in your life. You need someone not to just be like, "Key A car, girl." But tell you, you know, God, God, God's God, got your back and just kind of spiritually encourage you. And that's the, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing of having someone navigating through a breakup. Having that person there, even just to be a listening ear. Even if they're not saying anything, but just being a listening ear and saying, you know, sis brother, I hear you. I hear you. And, you know, God's got you and I'm here to pray with you and pray for you. And I will keep you accountable to make sure you're not stalking their page and make sure you're not, you know, doing things that will, um, that won't help you grow and be the person that God called you to be.
0: And, and so it's important that we mention um, that we're paying, it's, it's important that we, we talk about this because we have to pay attention to people always speak from their perspective, not necessarily the full story. Right. So they can only speak from what they see and from what they know, from what they understand. And a lot of times we, we're we speaking to unsaved people. And even if there are saved people, carnal Christians, meaning they don't care nothing about scriptures. They're just glad that, oh, yeah, I got saved. I'm born again. I'm about to go to heaven. I mean, the Bible says God spits lukewarm out of his mouth. Revelation 316. But that's a story for, for another, another day. day. But my issue is people speak from their perspective. And a lot of times, if you're a, you're friends with someone, you're trying to get through a breakup. So your guy, your girl, whatever, whoever you are, you're trying to get through a breakup and you're friends with somebody who they got their feelings hurt because of the relationship they were in. They were cheated on. They were lied to. They were abused. Their parents divorced. All of these things, now they have resentment and bitterness in their heart regarding relationships. So when you say, oh, I just broke up with... That girl, man, she was supposed to be the pastor's daughter and she was she was trifling. And now your boy's going to say, bro, I told you about messing with them church girls, bro. Come with me, bro. I got you. I'm gonna find you somebody. You know what I mean? That's
1: it. You already hurt. So you're vulnerable.
0: That's how the devil works. He gets you to view something holy. He gets you to view something appropriate in a negative way. He perverts things. And that's the reason why God gave Eve and Adam and Eve access to everything. He just told them, don't don't, don't bother with this one tree. And the devil got them to focus on that one tree. Mm-hmm. So when we pay attention to friends who don't have our best interests at heart because they're not pushing us towards God and godly godly living, then they're going to get us to focus on sin and get mm-hmm. us to see the pleasure that it could bring and get us to see how it could be beneficial and all of those things. You know what I mean? So it's, it's very important that you watch the type of friendships that you keep because you'll be thinking, well, it could be a possibility of God removed you from a relationship and they'll be the ones sending you back into the relationship saying, Nah, man, you don't need to give her no space. Go back into it. You know what I mean? When God was the one saying, This relationship was ungodly, I wanted you out. But you can have a friend whose good intentions were not God intentions and then he pushed you back out of God's will. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's definitely important that we pay attention to the type of um friendships that we keep because who you hang around, they can and they will determine your outcome on life.
1: Amen to that. Um, uh, and another way to navigate, or something you should, you know, keep in mind when you're navigating through a breakup is uh, maintain or find a hobby to occupy your time. Do something. You know, I feel like um, the, the the what what is it? what is go. Uh, I don't mind is a devil's playground. And point of that's a Jamaican um,
0: saying. Do you think so?
1: I don't think so. I've heard it. I've heard it. Um, you know, spoken by Americans and other cultures as oh, well, right. but I think and I, I definitely think an item mine is the devil's playground and you want to do something that a lot of people, a lot of times when they're going through something, they find an outlet that helps them, um, you know something they could put their energy towards that is, is it, that brings a positive result. For instance, working out. Some people's thing is working out. When they're stressing, they work out. And then, of course, you know, there's positive results with that or some people, you know, you know dive themselves into, for instance, me, some Um, I feel like life has just been so crazy and I've gotten into sewing and it's something I absolutely fell in love with and that's something for me and that makes me you know, it, it just de-stresses me. So that's another thing. And there are so many, uh, avenues of, um, ministry at your, your local church. You can get involved into feeding the, the, the homeless. I mean, or, um, you know, even, you know, just, just evangelism or something, something, do something for God, because at the end of the day, that's the only thing that will last anyway. And it'll help you get your mind, um, in the right place and, and, and feel like you are fulfilling, you know, and your purpose which is to serve, to serve God. So,
0: um, amen to all that. First of all, second of all, when, when Safa mentioned the sewing, she ain't mentioned y'all, she be making some banging, um, bow ties right now that I already rocked at church. So when we get put those out there, (laughs) you know, slight plug, um, but back to what (laughs) Safa was saying about maintaining, like finding, um, hobbies to occupy your time. I think that's important. Especially when it's yeah, you have to find things. I would say that you guys weren't doing together. So if you guys were like, you know, date night bowling was your thing. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't do that. Don't be the person that's gonna <laughs> go bowl and go cry in lane three with your we wings like, together. oh, we used to bowl <laughs> Like, come on, you hurting yourself? Like, you know what I mean? Like, bowling was your thing. All right, go to Barnes and Nobles and pick up a pick-up book. Like, you know, find, yeah, find something, something else. else. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, I mean, obviously, if you love that, I'm not gonna tell you you put down your hobbies, you know, in order to get over someone. But if there was something specifically that is just, it doesn't matter if I go to Walmart, I think of them. All right, well, sis, it's time to start shopping at Target. Bro, you need to go to Publix. uh, I think Publix is a down south thing. Whatever you got. Wegmans up north. Virginia, we had a Wegmans. Anywho, um, please do not put yourself in a predicament to say, Oh man, I really wish so and so were here because we always eat this when we go to Cheesecake Factory. All right, go to TGI next time.
1: Right, you take do, a break from that.
0: You know what I mean? It's always you have to find habits and you know hobbies to occupy your time. Another thing I would say is, and I think this is probably the second most important. I won't say it's the most important, uh, but do not don't jump into a new relationship hoping that you will heal because you're dating again
1: and and you see that's the thing with uh you know maintaining godly friendships that will push you um into the right direction or push you to do um you know to get over those my thing with with that is and yeah I'm bringing it back here again but when you have ungodly relationships or you unequally yoke yourself with friends who are not uh you know of of a Christ like mindset of course your friends are going to, they want to see you happy, right? And they don't realize it, but they're going to be like, well, you know, this he's really sad or she's really sad. We got to find somebody else for you. Yeah. Because they think that's the solution and it's not.
0: Yeah, this generation doesn't know how to be alone. That's sad. It's, uh, it's,
1: it We're afraid to be alone. I really believe that some of us are really afraid to be alone.
0: Like we can't just sit in a room with complete silence without a phone right? We have to check our phone. We have to have a little bit of music in the background, have to have on TV, even if we're not watching it. This generation doesn't know how to sit in silence. And I think that's the scary part. I know this is off topic, but I feel like that's why a lot of people don't hear from God. Mm. And you can't hear from God because you're hearing from everyone else. You're hearing from every news outlet. You know what every Republican and Democrat is doing. You know what all of your friends are doing. You know what he or she ate on social media. You know who's dating who. But you have no idea what God is saying because you can't just sit in silence. Be still. Like, be still and know that I am God. Like, Jesus mentioned, the Word of God mentions that God was speaking, you know, there was a whirlwind, you know, and then I I, I can't remember the second one, but it was a whirlwind, something else happened, and then there was a still small voice. So God caused all, all these effects to happen, mm-hmm. so we know He caused it, but He didn't speak in any of them. The Word came from a still small voice. So there's a lot of things that can get our attention, but it's not until you're you're just sitting there, focused on God. Right. That God will be able to speak to you. You know, so it's dangerous listening to people and allowing everyone else to speak on behalf of God. You know,
1: right? A part of being still is don't jump into another relationship. Be still. Um, enjoy that uh, alone time, quote unquote, with God. Get to know Him and get to know yourself.
0: Yeah, man. Because I think a lot of people just assume that okay, time heals wounds. All right, I wasn't you know, I haven't been dating for a couple weeks. I haven't been dating for a couple months. I haven't been dating for a year. That doesn't mean you're over the person. That doesn't mean you're healed. You know, you have to spend time with God because he's the only one that's going to be able to heal those emotional wounds, you know. And a new person is not going to be able to do that because that new person is simply going to become an idol because now they have to carry the weight of keeping you happy Mm -hmm. when you should have been putting that on God, you know. So it's not a matter of a new person is going to fix it. Now, don't get me wrong. A good relationship will make you... Thank God the last one didn't work out. You know what I mean. So it's not a matter of, you know, not feeling blessed to have a great um, partner in your life. But the point is, a new a new man is not going to make you more secure within yourself. A new woman is not going to make you complete. The Bible says we are complete in Christ, Colossians two ten. But, but yeah. So my point my point in this is people can temporarily help. You know, but that that's only so much. You know, it's only if I if I do everything right today. Safa so could be on cloud 10, like, man, I have the best husband in the world. And I can annoy the daylights out of her tomorrow where she just looking like, God, give me the strength to not stab my husband. You know that, you know, so it, it people can only do so much because we're humans. We fail. Yeah. You know, when we try to make somebody else our healer, we run the risk of turning them into an idol. And people make horrible masters. People cannot be God, you know, because they have to fail. No matter who you are, you have to fail. You know, God designed it that way that you have to depend on him for strength, for grace, for help. You know, so we cannot assume that a new relationship is going to make me get over what he or she did. It's going to make me get over the fact that they left me. It's it's not going to make you get over anything, you know, and it doesn't matter how great the relationship was or how bad relationship was or how great or how bad this new one is going to be the only way to heal is for to allow god to heal that
1: right and i think getting into a relationship after relationship after relationship without properly healing you're not healing you're masking it and then when you end up Mm. in a marriage hold on
0: now okay i'll finish this answer
1: like when you end up in a marriage then your spouse has to deal with all
0: of that baggage said they're masking it that's good. I've never heard anybody say that. And that's so true when you think about it because it's like it's like putting on makeup. Mm-hmm. So sis, your face broke out. You just have some you have somewhere important to go. So you're like, I cannot let them see this pimple, you know. And then she put some makeup over it and it's just like, okay, they didn't notice it. Right. But then just more bumps broke out.
1: Right. So now you piling Because on you're more. irritating I the used skin. To be me. <laughs>
0: 'Cause you're irritated the skid instead of letting it just do right. play its course. And that's what happens. And then a lot of people then their faces just jacked up. Because they thought the makeup would heal it, when all it was doing was masking the right, problem that they were not really fixing, you know. And hey, we're not we're not on here arguing over makeup. Please, oh, no, please, all. please get out our inbox. You know, I, I know you're planning the message right now. We're just I'm we're, not going to respond to it. We're
1: just speaking from my experience. <laughs> that's, that's my experience. Might not be yours, but that was mine.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I'm telling you, it's so easy to mask our pain, but that will not work. Um, when I think about people that had. This type of problem in the Bible, I think of Samson. Um, I think he's probably the best example. If you haven't watched our YouTube video on it or listened to our podcast, it's episode 36. Those will get better detail. I'm only going to briefly mention it. But Samson was somebody who I would say didn't resolve his issue with lust. Mm -hmm. Because every time we mention Samson, people immediately think Delilah. But that wasn't the case. He didn't start off with Delilah. You know, I think the woman was in Timnath um, where he first... Met a woman, you know, engaged to be married to a godly woman. And after that it didn't work out because she tried to betray him, you know, with the like the riddles, um, those type of things. It didn't work out. She ended up with somebody else. I think it was the best man of his wedding. Boy, the Bible was mm. that thing spicy. But I need
1: to read that again. Yeah, you need to read it. I'm dead <laughs> serious.
0: I think it was it said the best man, yeah. But after that he ended up with a prostitute. And then after the prostitute, he ended up with Delilah. And you would think, okay, the first woman that played me, let me stop dating an ungodly woman. He decided, let me go to a prostitute. This clown, after leaving a prostitute, knowing he got a call of God on his life, he's like, nah, I love these Philistine women. They are the thickest in the land. You know what I mean? He just keeps chasing the women that he shouldn't be with. Mm-hmm. Man, God used that as an opportunity to destroy the Philistines. But the point is... But what he did was something that we don't pay attention to, you know. So he's jumping into a new relationship, jumping into bed with someone else, jumping into something else rather than dealing with his issues, rather than, man, why do I keep ending up with these women trying to set me up? Because Delilah didn't set him up off the first try. It took three tries, you know what I mean? So it's just a matter of if he would have stopped and reevaluated his life or his decisions, he would have known, okay, maybe I'm making some poor decisions right now, you know.
1: But. right, no, I agree 100%. And ultimately, you need to seek God for healing.
0: I think that's the number one thing.
1: Yep, you can't can't seek, you got to spend time with him. Spend time in the word of God. Now you got more time. You're not in that relationship anymore. (laughs) Ain't nobody to text you
0: till 3 a.m. So listen, this is not the time to binge watch Netflix till 3 a.m. Because you ain't got nobody. Use
1: your time wisely. Read
0: that word.
1: Right, because when you actually get into the relationship you're supposed to be in, and then you start having kids, you're not gonna have that time anymore, and you
0: have no scriptures to disciple your children because you haven't read the Bible in seven years. come on, oh the amen is getting kind of weak <laughs> I, I, my pastor would say, I feel a brick spirit rising up people people getting mad now but but no, that's um something serious that I want you guys to um to think about. I know this scripture isn't um in regards to dating it is in regards to ending a relationship, but I want you to catch a principle from something Jesus said it's in Luke eleven. Verses twenty four through twenty six. It says, When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through a dry he walketh through dry places, seeking rest, and finding none. He say, If I will return unto my house once I came out, when he cometh, he findeth this swept and garnished, then goeth he and taketh to him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter in and dwell there, and the last state of that man is worse than the first. So I want you guys to understand something. So this is talking about evil spirits getting cast out of a person. So now the person, yeah, their life is good. They're clean. So God removed some stuff from your life, but then you never replaced it with what you were supposed to replace it with. Mm -hmm. So you got rid of an ungodly relationship or you got rid of a relationship. God didn't want you in. And instead of getting more of God in your life, you decided to just sit there and binge watch Netflix. So now this scripture is showing us that you're going to end up in a worse condition than you were even before dating this person mm. because God delivered you from a relationship that was leading you into fornication, right? So instead of pursuing righteousness or filling your time with the things of God or filling your time with doing more, reading books, finding activities, finding ways to get involved in your church, finding ways to get to do more for school, finding a way to get a job, now you're home, missing the fornication. Right. I ain't gonna call it the sex, the sex, the S-E-C-K-S, the sex. What <laughs> is that?
1: Who calls it I back? think it's kept
0: on stage, bro. It's absolutely <laughs> stupid. But it, instead of you thinking about that, now you're a person that may be tempted into drinking, tempted into smoking, tempted into lying, tempted into so much more because you never dealt with the in, the initial issue. You know, so you can get rid of past issues. But if you don't occupy that space with God, the final outcome will be worse than before. So I know it's not the same, you know concept in regards to dating relationships but I want you to understand that as a principle that if God takes something out of your life it's up to you to fill it with more of things of God you know if Amen. God God didn't give you like you know covid season basically everybody got more time even if you're working from home you have more time technically because you yeah. don't have to commute, commute. and all that mm-hmm. so now instead of using that time to read our bibles more most of us we've caught up on all of our tv shows but did that help us spiritually You know what I mean? So how are you going to navigate a breakup, you know, if you're not producing any fruit? Exactly. Right. So. So, yeah, man, when it comes to the Bible, I'll let Safa read that verse. Um, But when it comes to that, man, we have to understand that God is the one that that heals our wounds.
1: So Psalm 1611 says "Thou wilt show me the path of life in thy presence is fullness of joy at thy right hand. There are pleasures forevermore.
0: Man, I thought Safa was gonna chime in. She you said be not read the Bible. I mean, yeah, teacher. but I so mean, it's just like
1: I thought you had something to say I f- after. I
0: feel like one of them preachers that bring up my little armor bear, and Safa just brought up my Bible for me. Like, you I, see,
1: this is when this is what happens when we write separate notes. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't we don't make these episodes together. We just write our separate. Listen, notes Listen, we do together. separate
0: notes because if we do it together, it ain't gonna get done. <laughs> we got to go at our own time at right, our own pace.
1: I'm not free when Tavris is
0: free. Exactly. So, Safa is, I'm not going to say where she worked, but you she'd be working. <laughs> They'd be stressing her out. But, Listen, I'm
1: tired. But,
0: but for real, though, man, honestly, it's all—it's—it's it's a matter of going to God for healing, you know, because as great of a pastor you may have, he may give spiritual advice. He may be with you through the whole process. But right. if you don't take the time to pray, then you're not going to heal.
1: Right.
0: No matter how great your friends are. Right. They may mean well and they may they may be praying with you but their prayers do not supersede what you're supposed to be praying. Right. You know, so you have to spend time in the word. And, and and a lot of people I don't think they understand that the word, the Bible mentions that God's word gives life. Right. So, while you may not have understood Psalms 1 today, now while trying to get through a breakup, Psalms 1 takes on a whole new meaning. It sure does. I'm telling you, like God sure God's word is living, it's active. Like if you if you pray about it, God will reveal his word right. to you. God will He will speak to you through a verse you read a thousand times Mm -hmm. and you never understood.
1: Breakups are such an. I guess an unpeaceful time because I don't know you're just going through so much mentally, you know, and it's hard to to deal with. And like the said, ultimately, spending more time with God, the Bible says that He will keep us in in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on Him. And so that that's very important to spend spend time with Him because He'll give you a peace that you can't even understand. Even if the breakup was extremely horrible, even if that person treated you like garbage, like dirt. Let's say it wasn't your fault that you got bro- that you broke up, but God will give you a peace on beyond anything you could ever understand and so ultimately that's the goal just spending more time with him because people you know we, there's no quick fix to this whole breakup thing we've had people message to say you know how do we get over a breakup we don't have a one plus no one formula. is two
0: if you we see any book that says read this and you'll get over your ex burn you it you won't don't buy it everybody's process is different
1: everybody's process is different but the one thing that remains the same is you have to spend time with God
0: that's the one thing if you that won't really
1: want to heal that's the because he's the only person that can heal you.
0: There are some people that have broken up with somebody years ago, and they're not over it. There are some people that are married, and they're probably not over some exes. Right,
1: and you don't realize it. You don't realize where don't. these issues are coming from. You know, past relationships. So yeah, and I think another thing that's important is a lot of people go through breakups alone, and it's okay. I think I think sometimes when when we're hurting, we we distance ourselves from family and friends um some people are like that that's just a personality but at the same time you don't have to go through this alone there are you know you have loved ones who's loved ones who care about you who want to help you find godly relationship godly friendships um godly you know family uh relationships as well and if you don't have let's say you don't have a lot of friends or you don't have a lot of family well you have god and and hopefully you have a church family.
0: So I hope so. so. There's a there's a whole lot of people that follow our page that don't go to church, but I ain't about to rebuke y'all on this episode. <laughs> like, just know the rebuke is coming. But we're going to wrap this episode up here. Because mm-hmm. there's so much more we could say and we don't want to do too much. But if you would like to hear more, then please Feel free to shoot us a DM, an email, and we'll talk about it. Um, And when you see this post go up, hit us up in the comments so we can engage and go about talking about it further or be a part of our Patreon family. So we're planning on doing a lot more, but please understand Safa is swamped with work and I am swamped trying to balance all of this and be a full-time student. I told
1: him I'm going to quit my job and just do...
0: No, she will not. i tell her, child, <laughs> j- I need I need that dental insurance. My I'm teeth kidding. are jacked. But, <laughs> but nah, so it, it's definitely a lot more we have in store for you all. God has been opening doors and we've managed to speak at a couple conferences and we're also yes. very involved in our own mm-hmm. church.
1: Yes, you know. A lot so going
0: on. I know a lot of people see social media influencers and you think, man, all do is just post quotes and take cute family pictures, and they get paid. We're not that couple yet, not yet. Maybe someday somebody will pay me just <laughs> to, to take selfies, but they don't pay me to take selfies right now, you right. know. So, we're still trying to balance life. Newborn, you know, well, a newborn, man, I still call he him two a newborn. Years old. He too. <laughs> He is, he is big, too. My son is three he feet tall. like a four-year-old. People think he's about four years old. But, yeah, y'all know you all ain't side up for all this, man. But, honestly, we love y'all. We appreciate you guys you always guys. tuning in. So just slapped the, slapped no, the mic bad. down. I don't know what's wrong with this woman. But, but, yeah, man, we appreciate you guys always tuning in. And, as always, we'll be seeing you next Thursday. Peace. Peace.